We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. It is a wide receiver Wednesday edition as we head into the week 14 slate. Hard to believe only four weeks left to go in the regular season. So uh, uh, we will help you through those and help you make some money until you can't make money, at least in football, until next season. So let's make as much as we can. Uh, I am your host, James Seltzer. With me, as always, my favorite person from the great white north, even though he's a Cowboys fan, he's still a great guy to me. You can follow him on Twitter at Statsman22. Mr. Paul Bruno, what's up, Paul? Hey, man. Uh, playoffs beckon for my club. Uh, I feel kind of bad for yours, but hey, the, the Eagles have had a nice run, too, so you can't be too disappointed. Oh, we could be one, disappointed one down here. until we win a Super Bowl, Paul. It will just be pure disappointment and nothing else matters. That's... Uh, Sadly, where we're at here, you wouldn't understand that, you stinking Cowboys fan. All right, let's jump in, Paul, and talk about some stuff that people care about and uh, help them out with some of these wide receivers because it's a really interesting week. Obviously, it is uh, the first week in a long time that we have every single team playing. There are no more buys, so uh, really important to kind of parse out the the real values here, Paul. So let's jump in. We have four guys. There's no one over $9,000 this week, first time uh, in a little while for that, but uh, we only have three guys above the $8,000 threshold. We have Julio Jones at 8,300, OBJ at 85, Antonio Brown at 88, and then making an appearance at the top of the list, I believe, for the first time, uh, at least uh, in a while, I think maybe even the first time this season, Mike Evans at 8,900. Paul, which of these four guys are you taking a shot on? Well, when you look at the average FanDuel output that Evans has produced all year, no wonder that he's at the top of uh, 
the list. He's at 17.3 as his weekly average, and he faces that inept New Orleans Saints defense. So if you're going to spend big money, this might be the week to do it on him. He was held in check last week with only three grabs, but he gets a great shot at redemption against the lowly Saints, and he should do a lot, uh, get a lot of looks since the Bucks are a little bit thin at the wide receiver position. So I like his chances for a big, big day, and I might consider putting him in, a, in one of my teams uh, this weekend. Uh, along with him, I'm, I'm holding my head in my hands uh, when I'm watching the, this game on the weekend, the Giants and the, the Cowboys. Uh, you have to know that Beckham has been looking forward to this game for a long while, and he comes into it on a hot streak. He was targeted 16 times last week with 10 catches. And as a Cowboys fan, I shudder to think what this guy might do with that kind of uh, activity again this week. So I'm going to hang on to my hat in that one, but those are the two in this four-pack uh, four that I like this weekend. Yeah, I actually like all four to varying degrees. Evans, it's a bummer because I've just been riding him like every single week when he was 8,000 for, it seemed like, you know, 10 weeks in a row practically. It wasn't quite, but he was 8,000, he was 7,900, 8,100, right in that region, and then bumped up to 85-ish recently and now in the, the top spot on the board. But even still, I think in anything under 9,000 there, I think Mike Evans is a value based on the volume and obviously the terrific matchup. I totally agree on OBJ as well. I hope he shreds your Cowboys. Not that I like the Giants <laughs> much better, but um, I, I like the price. Uh, obviously, a, a down week last week as far as it goes for him, which is funny when you have like 10, 10 catches for 100 yards. That's a down week for OBJ, but um, I, I think he gets in the end zone this week, and I think he has a big day as well. And again, like Antonio Brown against Buffalo, solid matchup. Julio against LA, solid matchup. You know, Tremaine Jones a good corner uh he'll have julio a fair amount their slot corner is good as well but uh obviously that defense has struggled as well so i, I think all four uh to varying degrees are good plays but uh, i would agree at least for me obj the top play among the group all right paul let's go down to the seven thousand range and it really is uh you see how much of a a glut there is once you get below seven thousand because we only have about eight or nine names in this seven thousand and above range here who are you looking at from doug baldwin at seven thousand up to seventy eight hundred and your boy des bryant well i'll start with my boy des bryant uh, i think this is going to be a case of anything you can do i can do better in this matchup he's uh, picked up his game and, and has six tds in his last seven starts and that giant secondary has looked a little uh, porous in the last few weeks, so I certainly like his chances of keeping pace with OBJ, uh, but by no means is he the only value in this range. There's a trio, trio of guys a little bit lower that I like as well. I got Amari Cooper of the Raiders in mind. He's averaged 13.3 points per week. He's at Kansas City, and he's one of the more frequently targeted, targeted big play guys in an offense that goes for that, goes for the uh, downs more often than most, which makes him an attractive uh, pick at this price, I think. And then below him, we got a couple of guys that are more noted for volume plays. Uh, Brandon Marshall of the of the Jets has kind of had a, a bit of a down year when you compare what he's done the last couple of seasons, but the volume is still there, and it should come against the defense that has surrendered a league long, a league high, a 99.8 passer rating. That makes this a pretty solid bet too against the 49ers. And then DeAndre Hopkins of the Houston Texans is going to visit the Colts and their ordinary-looking uh, pass defense. He's seen a steady diet of volume that ranks among the highest of all wide receivers in recent weeks and gets a very good matchup against the Indy Colts this weekend, in my opinion, for 7,100 bucks. That might uh, might be one of the better values in this range. Yeah, DeAndre, uh, he's so frustrating, but uh, it's a great matchup. I just worry about Brock Osweiler there getting anything yeah. done whatsoever. But but yeah. the price is right. 
Um, I'll add two more names in the range. I like T.Y. Hilton. Houston uh, hasn't been very good against the pass, especially of late, especially against number one receivers. Uh, Hilton, obviously, Luck is healthy now. We saw that on Monday night. So uh, healthy Luck and a healthy Hilton usually ends up meaning good things in the price is fair, uh, but but actually I'm going to kind of go with a more risque play in here in the sense that he's going up against Seattle. But, I mean, Jordy Nelson, just every single week, all that guy does is put up numbers. I mean, and you look at the target numbers. I mean, 10 targets last week, 12 the week before, 5 in an off week against Washington, but then 18 and then 13 and 9. I mean, he's just a huge part of that offense. They're throwing the ball a lot, and we've seen receivers like Mike Evans beat up on uh, that Seattle secondary, Seattle a little beat up. So, uh, and obviously the loss of Earl Thomas is going to affect that secondary, especially on deep balls with which Jordy is, uh, is pretty good at. So I think for 7,100, the price is right to take a risk on Jordy, especially in tournaments. All right, Paul, let's go from, uh, there is no one at 6,500, which makes it easy for us. Why don't we take 6,600 up to 6,900? A uh, fair amount of names in this little range here uh, from Julian, or excuse me, Michael Thomas, even more. Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson, Michael Thomas, Julian Edelman, Stephon Diggs, all at 6,600, all the way up to 6,900, Demarius Thomas, who in this range kind of sticks out. Well, before I make my choices, there's three names I'm going to highlight. But we have to also mention that we're into December now, James, and some of the picks are going to be impacted by weather conditions. So I, I'd urge our listeners to check the weather conditions for the, the home field stadiums in, in this weekend's slate of games. Keep that in mind because uh, it certainly kept me shying away from a guy like a Jordy Nelson uh, in that Green Bay tilt. Uh, I'll mention uh, Demarius Thomas for Denver at ten, Tennessee. Weather won't be a factor there. He's at $6,900. He's a primary pass receiving option in Denver. And he's averaged 10 targets apiece in each of the last seven games. I'll take a piece of that volume at this price. Then another guy who was a volume play that I really like all season long, and he's proved me right most weeks, uh, is Larry Fitzgerald. He's he's another high-volume receiver, as I said. But he's also improved his catch rate in recent weeks with 10, out of, 10 catches out of 11 targets last week. And then finally, Stephon Diggs, a guy that we like week in, week out. He's in against Jacksonville, another poor uh, pass defense, a poor team, really. The Jags are headed toward that first overall pick, and Diggs and the Vikings, big as the big play threat for the Vikings, is going to help them get there with another dominant performance against a very bad football club. Yeah, I like those calls. Uh, the name that stood out to me the most is at 6,800 is Tyrell Williams. Uh, he has been, you know, Phillip Rivers' go-to receiver for the most part. Obviously, some people have had some big weeks, but... Just his production over the last month has been steady, 15.5 a month ago, 21, 17, 11.7, 17.5 a couple weeks before that. Uh, and he just looks steady. He's healthy finally. And, of course, going up against Carolina, they've allowed the fourth most yards to receivers this season. I think Tyrell Williams at 6,800, great matchup, solid price. Uh, and the other name that kind of sticks out to me in this range, uh, I agree with the ones you mentioned, um, also Michael Thomas coming off that rough week last week. I know that, yeah. I think that, and I think I mentioned this last week as well, but a lot of cases when you have someone who's got a, a super high ownership level, uh, in tournaments and whatnot, uh, who has a bad week. And, and this goes for Drew Brees, any of those saints guys. Um, sometimes you'll see that they're, they're lower owned than they should be the following week, kind of like a, you know, knee jerk reaction. So I think Michael Thomas going up against a porous, Bucks secondary, also a nice play as well. Paul, let's get down to 6,400, all the way down to 6,000 here as we start to get into some real value range here yet. Uh, a lot of strong names in this range. So uh, uh, let's go from uh, Jameson Crowder up the top there down to uh, 
Randall Cobb. Who would have thought heading into the season that Jameson Crowder would be four hundred dollars more than Randall Cobb in Week fourteen? Not many people, Paul. Who are you? Uh, who are you targeting in this range? Well, a couple of guys that almost look like mirror images of, of the same player: Cole Beasley and Golden Tate, both at sixty-three hundred dollars, both right in there at about ten and a half FanDuel points a week, and both noted uh, possession receivers with a good trust of, of quarterbacks who are really playing well right now. So I can uh, say the same bio on both of them, really, and I look like both uh, very good plays against defenses that can be had. I think in these particular matchups. I'll move a little further down the list. At $6,100, I really like Willie Sneed. Part of that bounce-back mentality that you mentioned is something that factored into this pick for me. Uh, I like this cheap, cheap Saints receiver. You don't get them very cheap too often, but he gets a good matchup against the bottom-tier pass defense in uh, Tampa. And then below him, Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen really impressed me with, with his effort against the Cowboys last week. Uh, he gets an easier uh, task this time around in Jacksonville. He was busy and looked great against the Cowboys, so I like his chances to do do the same thing and more against a lesser team like the Jaguars. I can't believe you picked Cole Beasley, Paul. I'm shocked. Well, I, I, like, him. <laughs> no. I like him a little bit. I like the Beasley calls. Well, actually, the other guy you said, 6300, is probably my favorite play in this range in Golden Tate. He has just been lights out of late, uh, you know, and, and just a bigger part of the offense. I mean, double-digit targets, it looks like, you know, Four of the last seven weeks, nine and seven, a couple of those other weeks. He's been a huge part of that offense uh, and has been producing. Um, also, just to toss in with Willie Sneed, the Brandon Cooks call at 6,300 for the same reasons we mentioned for Thomas. But um, my other favorite play is actually a little bit higher here at 6,400. Uh, and that's Dante Moncrief for the same reasons I mentioned going up. Yeah against a, a beatable Houston D for, for T.Y. Hilton. Moncrief, uh, six, or I believe it's either six or seven red zone targets, six touchdowns. So um, he is converted in the red zone, and he is a big-time red zone target for Luck, uh, in addition to just being a solid receiver. So I like that play as well. Paul, before we get into the real values here and make some people some money, let me remind all the fantasy football fans out there that football is in full swing and this year, it's better than ever. It's not just a new season at FanDuel. It's a new era. They've upgraded your entire experience for, with real improvements for everyday fans. And they believe that you deserve to experience everything sports has to offer, which makes you sports rich. Try the new FanDuel now. Just pick your team, stay under the salary cap, and have all the fun that fantasy has to offer. New to the game? Try a beginner's contest to learn the ropes. If you have a dollar, you can do a contest for just a dollar. There's 50-50 contests where the top half in cash. You can even sell a score with friends in FanDuel's brand new friends mode. It's season-long fantasy football with weekly teams plus new features ensure a fair and level playing field. Plus, it's just the most fun thing to do. I play with my buds. We have a league together. There's just nothing more fun. You can have all the fun that football has to offer, all the fun that fantasy football has to offer. At FanDuel, you could be sports rich. Special offer for new users. Get a free six-month RotoWire subscription with a $10 deposit on FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com slash RW. Plus, not only will you get the free subscription, but you'll have the $10 available to play with on FanDuel. That's over $40 in value for just 10 bucks. Go to FanDuel.com slash RW. All right, Paul, let's jump back in here. Let's get to these real values here as we get below the $6,000 threshold here. Why don't we go down to $5,500, Sterling Shepard, all the way up to Jordan Matthews, who is practicing limited. Looks like he will play this week for the Eagles. Who in this range is, is standing out to you? 
Well, I, I picked one Denver guy already. I'm going to double up with Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, he's probably the guy, most productive guy in this range on a per-week basis with an average 11.8 FanDuel points per week. against. He's against Tennessee. I, I already talked about what a good matchup that is. Uh, while Sanders is the focal point of the pass offense, uh, I think Thomas gets a lot of look. I mean, Thomas is the focal point. Sanders is going to get a lot of looks in this pass offense as well. And he gets a, a nice uh, matchup here. So I'll, I like him a lot. I'll move down the list a little bit to Deshaun Jackson in, in the matchup against your Eagles. His big playability against the Eagles makes me consider him here. I mean, I've seen too many highlights over the years that involve him. Why not another game? I know it's going to bother you, but uh, he's burned my club as many times as yours, so that's why he's mentioned. Uh, move down a little bit more. Uh, Chris Hogan has emerged as the Patriots' top deep threat in recent weeks. He's not a high-volume target, James, but could capitalize in attempts to stretch the field in this matchup against a pretty tough Baltimore uh, defense. Yeah, Paul, I love the Deshaun Jackson call, obviously. Never love anyone going up against my team, but uh, it, my team is not very good right now. And uh, Deshaun always, at least in the last few years since he left, has something about coming back to Philly, and he wants yeah. to burn us, and he wants to shove it in our faces. So I think he does. I think they're just better, uh, and I think he has the opportunity against a, a, a pretty bad group of, uh, of defensive backs here in Philly. Uh, the only other name I will add here is uh, Brandon LaFell at 5,800. Obviously uh, about as good a matchup as you could hope for going up against Cleveland. And uh, I saw firsthand what LaFell did last week to my Eagles as he looked like, uh, you know, Brandon, I can't, Brandon Lloyd. I can't think of a good receiver named Brandon, but someone who was awesome. <laughs> you know, he looked like Des Bryant. All right. So uh, a really good outing from LaFell. The price is obviously really good. And again, as good a matchup as you can get. All right, Paul. Let's uh, let's get it down to five thousand before we give out any uh, any true values underneath there. Anyone from five thousand okay. up to fifty four hundred is sticking out to you. Uh, three names in this range near the top. I'm going to go with Pierre Garcon, who in the last several weeks has become a very prolific part of the uh, high octane offense out of Washington. So uh, he's averaged nine point four. FanDuel points a week on the season, but he's been higher than that in the last four weeks. So he goes in against Philadelphia as well. And that's the guy that I think you've got to be more fearful of and afraid of than Deshaun Jackson in this matchup, in my opinion. And then uh, with him, I'm going to pair up uh, Taylor Gabriel of the Atlanta Falcons. He's in against Los Angeles. He's averaged 10 points a week. And he also has become more free, a more frequent target of his quarterback, seeing more than five balls thrown his way in each of the last four games. And I could see that he gets a real spike in that number if Julio, Julio Jones is down with uh, injury woes that uh, are currently linked to his name. And finally, another possession receiver in the Detroit Lions mix is Anquan Bolden. Didn't have a great week last week, but as the season moves toward the cold weather games, Bolden should be a safe play. He's always been a solid performer, no matter the conditions, and they could be kind of ugly in Detroit this weekend. Yeah, Paul, uh, I... I think those are uh, uh, good calls there. I, I totally agree. The one thing in Detroit, it is a dome, Paul. So we don't have to worry yeah. too much about the weather there. Oh, true. That's true. I was thinking in Chicago. Yeah, in Chicago. That's what I saw, too. I was like, wait a minute. Is the game in Chicago Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Uh, the only <laughs> other name that I would add here, and, and this is a purely, like, gutsy tournament play because he really hasn't been that good, but... Tyler Lockett coming off the first good week he's had all season, you know, putting up the 22.3 points, actually had a 75 yard run in there. So uh, Green Bay, not the best defense, maybe as a tournament play, but uh, I don't think I would have the guts to do it. All right, Paul, any of the uh, true blue values down below the $5,000 mark? Well, Corderell Patterson for Minnesota is a name that jumps out at me. He's again facing that poor Jacksonville team. 
at 4900 bucks. And don't forget, this guy plays on the special teams. He's liable to break one on the punt return that could could count toward your totals as well. He's a big play threat on uh, regardless of whenever he's on the field, and he could be a really good value play this week, in my opinion. Below him, a couple other guys with similar profiles. Michael Floyd of Arizona. He takes a second backseat kind of to Fitzgerald in the, in the offense, I guess. But his targets are up over five per week over the last six weeks. And I think this is a good spot for him to be even more productive than he has been of late. And finally, Ted Ginn Jr. with Carolina's season going into the dumper. He's been one of the more bright lights recently and more involved recently, uh, reaching pay dirt in three straight tilts. I say he has a great shot to extend that streak this week. And uh, for 4700 bucks against San Diego's defense, which is not nearly one of the better teams in the league. Yeah, I love that call. Ted Ginn, uh, really undervalued here. It's, it's, he's only got, I think, something like 10 less targets than Kelvin Benjamin on the season, which is right. shocking. Uh, so I really like that call. The only other name I would put in here, and again, you're really looking at tournament plays here. I don't think these are cash-type plays, but uh, Robbie Anderson, a little shout-out to Temple. Uh, go else. Uh Anderson uh, coming off his biggest week of the season. He had 12 targets, got in the end zone. Um, prior to the week before when he only had two targets, though, he caught both. Uh, six targets, six targets, six targets. You know, he was starting to become a part of the offense. Not a lot of weapons there outside of Marshall. So for a home run play, I think there's a chance he could find the end zone and at least get a fair amount of volume. Paul, it's been a pleasure, sir. It always is with you. It always is. It's true. It's always a pleasure. So uh, for more of that pleasure, tune in again tomorrow. Paul and I will be back with a tight end in defense Thursday. But for now, again, follow him on Twitter at Statsman22. For Mr. Paul Bruno, I am James Seltzer. This has been the Week 14 Wide Receiver Wednesday edition of the Rotowire DFS Podcast. They're going to kill the love of my life. If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13.